Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and a transformational guide. And I am delighted and honored to welcome Sharice Sisu to the program today. Welcome, Sharice. Thank you so much, Joni. It's my pleasure, truly my pleasure and honor to be here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, this has, it's been a, a ways in coming. I know we've been talking about this for a while, so I'm yeah. de- delighted that we're here in the new year and getting the chance to connect. Mm. So, so I would love to share with my listeners a little bit more about you, and then we can dive in. Yeah. So Sharice inspires change-making women leaders to unleash their message, their impact, and power by leveraging all of who they are, including the juicy bits, without shame, (laughs) (laughs) without apology, by tapping the wisdom and stories of our sacred feminine body. As a leadership mentor and a messaging expert, a belly dancer and author, Sharice brings revolutionary tools to break through barriers and transform your business and your life. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that bio sounds so juicy on your tongue. I loved listening to it. <laughs> I was like, wow, who is that? Oh, right, that's me. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, where do we dive in? What yes. Now? Well, I guess before we even dive into the questions, I just want to give our listeners a sense of, because this is all audio, it's not video, but I have met Mm -hmm. you in person. We've met and been in the presence of each other in person. Yeah. And I just want to paint a picture for our listeners of the (laughs) essence of Sharice uh, because there is a quality of, and, and it may be from your belly dancer background, or it may be from your honoring of the sacred feminine nature of your female body. There is a way you carry yourself and transmit hmm. regal, beautiful, bountiful feminine presence and essence um and i i just want to name that because i'm so feeling it and and that's for me as i was reading your bio that that, Mm. that's what uh was there so Mm, thank you yeah it feels important to whether it's your higher self or this archetype that's coming through you yep. whatever it yep. is i just want to welcome her and and let people know yeah. like this is this is who we're sitting down with today <laughs> it's like it's all of the above and i love that you use the word archetype because this is actually how uh in a recent reading so I, it's partially how my body was designed mm-hmm. <laughs> like i came in um, you know, of course, I didn't pop out of the womb with rhinestones and tiara, but um, <laughs> it, you know, like as my body developed and her curves came in and all this wonderful stuff, like um, well before I understood, um, well, and I should say like some of what I'm here to do because it's like an, it's an ever evolving, like constantly opening <laughs> envelope, like, and this too, and this too. Yes. Um, so it's, it's that it, you know, absolutely with the, 
um, the dancing and um, part of my journey through belly dance was really coming to terms with myself and really being present in my body. It's what I noticed that the dancers that were the most compelling, the most magnetic, the ones that you couldn't take your eyes off of. I was, I, I studied them, you know, because I was like, what is it? Because it wasn't, it, and it wasn't even necessarily just the most masterful dancers. Sometimes it was, you know, the raw beginner, but so present in her body hmm. that you simply couldn't look away, right? And um, in the best, in the best sense of the word, you know what I mean? Just absolutely enraptured in her presence. And so, I was like, that, that's what I want to be when I grow up. What does that look like? <laughs> so, um, and what's so amazing about this, this word archetype and what you're picking up. Um, and we're so connected. <laughs> it's so amazing that you, <laughs> that you read that because, or, or, or sense that, because um, this came up in a recent reading of just kind of like, um, I was working with a wonderful healer and intuitive and she's kind of walking through my chakras and that was one of the topics right was um you know what is um my archetype and she was mm. like oh I don't I don't have a word for this and uh, <laughs> she described <laughs> and I was like of course because that happens to me all the time <laughs> one so of a kind Describe <laughs> was a dancer priestess and oh. I immediately was taken back because I was like this. So I actually write about this archetype, not having named it an archetype or called it that at all. Um, I share this story in the very opening chapter of my book, Shameless. Yes. Um, Message, impact, and power. And not knowing that that this is a thing, but like when I first heard that story, which was relayed to me by one of my dance mentors, I cried like the tears came to my eyes and I thought it was so stunningly beautiful. And, um, in, in a nutshell, and, um, and actually it's so, it's so funny. Like, um, uh, the, the first couple chapters are available on my website, but, um, uh, in this ceremony, in this ritual that exists to this day, but comes from a much older time, mm-hmm. um, this, there's this journey that the young bride makes from her birth home, her childhood home to her home with her new family. Right. And um, what's interesting about the culture is that up until that moment of time, she truly is a girl. She's spent uh, most of her time in, you know, in community with women and very rarely in mixed company. Right. You know, it's like if we're talking um, old school, uh, traditional upbringing kind of a thing. So this is this is a, um, a Middle Eastern tradition, and um, she's a girl, but she can't arrive at her wedding night a girl, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we all know what's about to happen on the wedding night. And in fact, it's like I, I write about this in the book. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. So this uh, it's called the Zephah, right? The Zephah Rusa, and it like Zephah literally means like loud noise. It's all about or Zephyr might be the procession and Alarusa is like loud noise. It's this noisy procession and everyone's coming out to like, woo, like um, celebrate with the new um, bride to be. And it's also, I could imagine like the focus of all that energy of kind of, I know what she's going to do tonight. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and so they're, they're, they're making their way um, to her new home. In the center of this procession, there is a figure of the dancer. She transmutes all that energy, right? So there's kind of like, there's the cacophony of the musicians. There's the family members making noise. There's like a cadre of, you know, young women holding candles or what, you know what I mean? And, but a very important, like directly in front, like kind of uh, who the, the bride is following is this dancer. And she can absolutely handle all of that energy that's big, like all those arrows of energy that are coming in, right? The, the mm-hmm. intense focus on the sprite. And through her presence, not only does she create this kind of container and a, a safe place for the bride to be, she also is like the crucible in which a transformation happens. So that this young woman mm-hmm. who leaves her home, a girl arrives at her wedding home, a woman. 
And I was so struck by this story. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? Right. And so, you know, fast forward to this reading that I literally had like, I don't know, three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. It was like, so what, right. Of course, just in, just in time. Once upon a time, many, like long before patriarchy, right. (laughs) Long before all this stuff. Uh, before the pendulum had sung it this way, there was this figure of the priestess who was also a dancer who transmitted intelligence from our, like from higher realms, from, mm. um, from the collective, from our ancestors. And it's something that happens that I've become more and more aware of when um, when I move through the world and especially when I, um, you know, lead a circle of women in movement, um, it is, it, it's, it's like being a, a, a channel without words, right? And so the, the information, the intelligence is all coming through. My cells are talking to your cells and this transformation happens. And <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this out loud because... I don't think I've talked about this in public before. <laughs> um, well, this is the right place to do it. Like, this is the community like, that can it handle feels that. like the right place to do that. I got when she shared about this figure that she didn't even have a name for because it predates our, mm. um, you know, a little you're as aware of as I am that so much of that stuff has been covered over by, you know, reduced to like temple dancer. And like, what does that mean? And um, it's uh, this kind of like, oh, these fertility cults of yesteryear, you know what I mean? Like the the lens through which we've looked at these um, rituals, um, spiritual teachers and leaders um, has for most of us, for most of like the last several thousand years been coated over with a, you know, it's been through the lens of, oh, (laughs) poo-poo, that was, that was, that was so (laughs) last millennia. And what's really (laughs) happening now is, um, what's happening now is now we're like on the other side of that shift, right? It's, um, uh, we're moving into a period of balance. And so many of us who, you know, walked the planet as, oh my gosh, and this is something that's been coming through for me a lot and I imagine with you as well and with your um, your audience is that um, we're back like the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the priestesses the witches the courtesans the women who held who like lit oh I like mm-hmm. I feel like I could cry who kept the flame of the feminine burning right through yes. all of this stuff even at great personal cost Right. Uh, so, so um, whether you believe in uh, past lives or not, I do. Um, we've also been, you know, brutally punished for that. <laughs> you know, in one of in one of my um, lifetimes, and this could just be like plucking this out of collective memory, because even without, even if you take it out uh, out of the discourse of. Um, lives, different lives of reincarnation, we have this collective memory, this collective experience of what happened when women (laughs) spoke their truth and were their like um, resplendent intuitive selves and um, used their magical, um, you know, or it it was interpreted as magical powers of healing. And it was like, oh, that's scary and, and horrifying. And so we must eliminate it from the planet. And so we experienced all that, and now we're back. <laughs> yes, we are. And we're here to midwife this, uh, this transformation. So I love that you talk about yourself as a midwife for that transformation as well. Um, so, yeah, so it, what's really interesting is, um, and thank you so much for that beautiful, mm. beautiful picture that you painted. I'm so touched and honored. Yes. And um, I and I'm humbled because I really do feel that um, I was um, and and I'm not alone in this. Like I was sent as an ambassador uh, by the sacred feminine, mm. and um, and so I I'm her representative. <laughs> I 
so you know she's transmitting information and uh and i am her uh very happy um channel you know conduit so, yes trans yeah conduit exactly exactly conduit that's the word that's the word yeah so and it's interesting because it's like um in many ways and uh it it, it it's so powerful this journey because yes we um pick up the skills along the way like this is one of the things that i talk about on the messaging side right in terms of and not just in the messaging but just being all of who we are uh, requires us to integrate all of our experiences uh, without like excising the ones that we feel uh, don't represent us well or, or that we feel don't fit. Um, And actually there are no accidents. Like it's funny. Like I think back when I was in corporate, Because I was in corporate before I became a belly dancer, I was an accountant, okay? <laughs> Which was not by any stretch of the imagination what I was destined to do. It was kind of like I was going through a divorce. I was separating from my first husband and I needed, I was like and re-entering the workforce. I'd like been taking odd jobs as a temp and this and that. And it was, you know, numbers didn't intimidate me. And so I was like, okay. And I was, if you can believe this, I was a math and chemistry major in high school. Wow. <laughs> and wow. Uh, right. I, it's, it's like, I, uh, I swing both, both sides. Right. So I, I, I went into college fully uh, ready to be pre-med cause that's what my mom wanted. And um, I think I was, uh, I think I, my major uh, when I first started was neuroscience and then, and then I took my first women in gender studies class and that changed <laughs> everything. And the scales fell from my eye. I saw patriarchal mindset for the first time. I was like, how has no one ever told me about this and uh, <laughs> declared that I was going to be a writer and, uh, and that this is going to be my new major. And so everything shifted, but fast forward many years later and it's like, I just need a job to put some food on the table and, uh, and, and keep my kids fed as I make this transition. And, um, you know, and back in those days, because that's what you did, I opened the newspaper mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> looked through the wanted and a local manufacturer, a, a kind of big one was looking for an accountant. And so I applied and I got the job. And what's, but what was really amazing was that that provided the container, I think of it was a masculine container that allowed me mm. to then start taking belly dance lessons, which I didn't have the resources to do before that. And certainly uh, my first husband was not super crazy about that idea. But anyway, um, mm. so in the very same week, I started my accounting job and I started taking belly dance lessons and uh, very quickly um, kind of evolved as a dancer, started teaching, started performing and uh, eventually did leave corporate to dance full time. And, um, um, but yeah, I was, I like, it really is true. I was an accountant by day. I was a belly dancer by night. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're super powerful. Like, <laughs> I know. And in hindsight, you would think, what does that have to do? Like, why is that important? But spending that time, has allowed me to, you know, in my, in my current incarnation, because I feel like I've got about 12 different lifetimes in this one lifetime <laughs> in my current, current life. Like I work with uh, leaders, with executives from some of the biggest companies and I'm able to speak their language yes. and gain their trust because I had that experience in corporate. I know what's important in the conversation yes. And so I'm able to bridge, you know, both sides. So I just, I really encourage um, anyone who's kind of like out there saying like, what do I do and how do I, you know, really show up in all of it? And this is such a big piece is just saying Mm -hmm. every part, including the juicy bits, including the bits that I think, including the bits (laughs) (laughs) that's around which I feel any mm, like juice, right? Resistance. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's very often there are nuggets in there. There's clues to 
um, our purpose, to our desires, to um, how we can connect with our people. So it's, um, yeah, it's really, it's, there are no accidents, that's all. <laughs> no, and the totality of who you are and who, e who each of us is who, who yeah. you as the listener are, that the totality of our being, that all those facets, all those dimensions matter, mm -hmm. all, all those elements are needed. Mm -hmm. So I think your, yeah. your sharing beautifully illustrates that. So Thank you. I would love to dive right into shameless and, yeah. and sh shame and shameless and yeah the fear mm -hmm. and the the courage and the daring and the so <laughs> I'm mm. going to say mm. what what would you like to tell us about that and what are you learning and what are you teaching mm. about that Mm. it's the connection with the body mm. is what I'm learning and teaching. So mm -hmm. um, we, oh, I think of shame as uh, they're like, it's, it's bound energy. That's what it is, right? So let's say something happens, we experience something, or maybe someone just made an like a sidelong glance, you know, off-putting remark about our body, let's say. And that gets filed away somewhere. Um, well, it, it, this is something that I very often see uh, in women is, is um, I would see it over and over again in my uh, classes. And, you know, now when I go and I speak, where we'll kind of round the shoulders a little bit. And um, in in a almost protective way, mm -hmm. and it often comes from either she developed early, developed a beautiful, robust breasts before her other classmates, or she shot up and was really tall, and so there's a part of her that is like that needs to be hidden because she got teased about it or felt different, uncomfortable like not uh, accepted, not loved or lovable because of this thing. And, um, or it meant something that like she didn't understand. I'll never forget. I was um, uh, like 10 or 11 years old. So young. <laughs> yes. Already had like the whiff of the sacred feminine on me. So like this, <laughs> so I'll never forget. I, my mom was a, a nurse, which is why it was so important for me to be a doctor. And uh, she was a visiting nurse, one of her patients, uh, so they were consulting and her, uh, her patient, an, uh, an older woman turned and looked at me and um, cause my, my mom was a divorced mom. So it wasn't uncommon if she was like visiting patients once in a while, you know, we'd, we'd be with her. And um, so I'm waiting for her to wrap up. And this woman turns to me and she's, and she says, not to me, but to my mom, she's not beautiful, but you watch out for that one. Oh and I gosh. was like, <laughs> I know. So I filed that away in my brain. <laughs> I didn't even know what she meant, but yes. I knew it wasn't good. Like I knew it wasn't good. I knew it was something uh, like sexy. I knew that it mm -hmm. was like something about that. Like I was able to put those things together, that it had something to do with this kind of like um, roiling heat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it, that like would weird people out. They're like, I don't know how to process <laughs> the energy. Well, and it's, um, you know, and it's, it's, it, it, this is, this is what it is, right? To be uh, a woman in this culture at this time is that there's a lot of um, ideas about what our body should be, what our, you know, all this stuff. So anyway. Right. So, and whose domain they dwell in like right like who has the yeah. right to say yeah determine <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. mm. so then what happens is you know we'll take something like that and um um and we'll we'll you know for understandably create a story around it 
you know, mm-hmm. create a belief mm-hmm. system around it. Um, but what happens is it shuts a little door inside us, right? And so all that energy that was like open and available at the time kind of got like, you know, like you're like, oh, that's not good. I'm going to put that away. <laughs> I'm going to keep that under lock and key. And, uh, and it just gets filed away and it gets filed away in the body. Mm-hmm. And so what's really profound about that is two things. One, we totally have access to it mm-hmm. anytime, right? The yes. intelligence is right there. That energy that is like ready to be integrated. So this whole thing of like showing up as all of who we are, all of who we are, it includes this too. It includes like all those shut doors. And some of them aren't even ours. Some of them are, you know, in our DNA. Some of them are from, we're healing stuff for our, our, our mothers and our grandmothers and our great grandmothers and our fathers and our grandfathers. And our, you know what I mean? It's, um, yes. it's multi, multi-layered. Um, and I especially see this with the young folks now, like it doesn't even need to be like a, a trauma or it, 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 it's, it's, it could just be stuff that they're processing for the collective. And um, mm, anywho, yes. so this is all operating the body. And so one could be like, oh my gosh, I'm marked. What do I do? But the cool thing is, is that <laughs> like we can, right? There's like, the, oh my, like that was my initial thing was like, oh, <gasps> this is all stored in the body. Right. Um, but I also learned that like, so are all the really wonderful things. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, so it's like, it, we, it, and it's just, so just like, um, we can tap that joy that we felt when we, you know, saw our firstborn for the first time, we can tap that, you know, first love excitement. It's all there. It's all there at our fingertips and we can open those doors. And we can reclaim the energy that we gave away, right? That we assigned elsewhere that we said, I'm not going to let that be a part of me because that is a dangerous part. That is a shameful part. That is an embarrassing part. That is a part that my mom doesn't want or my dad doesn't want or is bringing me attention that I really don't want. And, uh, and reclaim it because it is our, it's our birthright. It's part of who we are. And it's actually part of the energy. Like in a way, this is going to sound far-fetched, but in a way like shame is this battery that we've been charging Mm. and now it's Mm. time. Like (laughs) I remember the first time I said this to someone, they just kind of looked at me like I'd flown out of my gourd, but (laughs) it feels like, do you know what I mean? Like the the transfer, like the energy that we need to bring to this transformation right right now is like, it will require energy. It will require us to show up as all of who we are. It will require us to come into integrity with our truth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it's like, yeah, so we've been storing up energy in <laughs> <laughs> these things, in these things like these closed closets and hidden Pandora's boxes. And, and, and now it's time to, to unleash it. And what's really cool is it's through the body it can happen like instantaneously and I've yes. seen it, right? Mm-hmm. It can happen in a touch. It can happen in um, so many of our um, like healing modalities. Like I think of, I think of like therapy, right? So what could take years in therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> can take like, 15 minutes of movement. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't want to yeah. like, and I'm not, and I'm not in any way, like, I think there's a place for everything. There's a, um, as, as a, someone who's experienced many hours and years of therapy, like I am grateful for um, how it opened up so much healing for me. And we're not in a culture that embraces the body that much as also this arena for healing on so many levels, right? Um, we're, we're starting to figure out pieces of it, but this idea that the bot, like we know it from a quantum perspective, that physical mm, is, is energy, right? It's this, this um, solidity is this illusion. Like we're just, we are energetic bodies. And so it, 
But just as our thoughts can impact our bodies, our bodies can impact our thoughts. Our bodies mm. can impact how we show up uh, as, a, as a teacher, as a leader, as mm. a, an entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. We can make shifts in the body that will um, rapidly transform and release. And it's, um, it's exciting. <laughs> and it, it feels to me like a little bit like the final frontier. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. so like yes. technologically advanced and all this stuff, but we are by and large, a, 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 a society that like operates from the neck up. Like we're, we're very good in the head. <laughs> like yes. we are super smart. We are super smart. And we are completely disconnected from our bodies. And, uh, and then you mix into that lovely soup um, any messages we've gotten about our bodies, um, any experiences that may have, may have given us stories that are no longer to our benefit. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Um, mix all that in. And, um, yeah, so now it's like, it's time. It's time to, I, I call the body our big brain. Like our little brain is uh-huh. in our head. Mm-hmm. And then the body is like the big brain and um, our uh, deepest wisdom, intelligence, intuition, um, the wisdom of our ancestors mm-hmm. is in our bodies. Right? Yes. Yes, um, it is. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's totally there. It's totally accessible to us. Um, and it's just a matter of, yeah, it's a matter of <laughs> opening up and, and, uh, and, and the practice of it, of, of reconnecting with the body. Yeah. Yes. And I would say of the, the factor of trust, like developing yeah. that sense of trust mm-hmm. that, that it's, yeah. it's both safe and this is a trustworthy ally. This is a partner yeah. who is here for you and has been here for you patiently waiting. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So tell me, tell us how you support women with cultivating this, this trust and this, you know, stepping into the body and whether it's around messaging Mm -hmm. or your other, your Mm -hmm. other work. Um, Tell me, tell us. (laughs) Well, it's all connected. It's all melded. Because even when I'm doing messaging work, like I might be in the middle of a strategy session with someone and say like, okay, we need to get up and shimmy. (laughs) So it's like, it's completely intertwined. Like there is no, there is no separating it. I finally just resigned myself to that because I tried very hard to keep things compartmentalized, you know, because I'm the first, my first student, (laughs) my first (laughs) The reason why I'm an expert on integration is because it is my lifelong challenge. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah so maybe we can pause yeah. there and you can walk us through okay. a shimmy. So we can like shimmy right I now. I would love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yes, let's do that. And um, okay, I'm going to put on my phone. Um, <laughs> this is so good. And I just want to like frame this a little bit. Yeah. Um, so shimmy is, right an ancient movement and it's totally playful it's basically for for those of you who um, may or may not be familiar with it it's just like it's like a vibration of the body like we're just kind of like letting things jiggle (laughs) it's a little shake it's a little Mm -hmm. right that's Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. the shimmy and um so it's really interesting and if, if there's anyone who's listening um who has pets animals of any kind, you'll notice that, um, like I have cats and when, mm-hmm. if they experience something that they're like, what was that? They just will like, you'll see a little like, they'll like shake yes. down their bodies, like do, 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 do. dogs, right? Like very clear. You're like, boom, yes. boom, boom, they'll shake and they'll just move on. And, uh, humans are the only ones who are like, nope, I'm going to store that in the body forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of Instead of shaking it off and moving on, we're like, no, I think I should keep that. (laughs) (laughs) To keep that unpleasant experience and house it like a precious jewel. So (laughs) um, 
can I say that facetiously? And, you know, and it, it's uh, just to know that it, that it can be that light, right? So anyway, so, um, so yeah, so shimmies are great practices because one, it's almost impossible to stay tense. Like if you're in a crunchy mood, right? Um, it's so great to just kind of get up and shake the body a little bit, like move around a little bit mm-hmm. and just shake it off. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's almost impossible. It, it is impossible to stay stressed, angry, grouchy, any of those things. <laughs> um, and, and next to impossible to not smile, even if you yeah. just feel completely foolish, like, <laughs> like another one. Um, another one I give ladies is like, just, you know, well, ladies are men, but, um, you know, every time you look in the mirror or at least once a day, like as you're looking in the mirror, give yourself a little wink Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because one, you'll instantly start smiling because it's so silly and Mm -hmm. it just, you know, it starts to reframe the conversation that we very often have when we're in front of the mirror. So Mm. let's, let's dive into the shimmy. Um, and, um, so, yeah, if you're in a place where you can uh, stand up with me, that would be great. And you just want to, this, so I'm, I'm breaking down a hip shimmy. And actually, like, if you are, well, if you're driving, just stay driving. <laughs> you're listening in the stay car in your lane. You. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Maybe at the next, this is what I used to do when I was like, well, not just, not used to. I mean, I still do this, like, at a red light, that's when you can practice, like, a little shoulder shimmy. So I'll give you, I'll give you guidance for both in case you're like seated or standing. So (laughs) seated, seated for like a little shoulder shimmy, like shake it off. That's fun to do if you're in a cubicle. But anyway, so you're, um, you'll just, um, it's like a little torso twist, right? So if you've ever done this where you're just kind of like swiveling the top part of the body, boom, boom. So I'm going to start with a little shoulder shimmy. Mm -hmm. You can imagine that you've got like, a rubber band behind like one shoulder and it's just pulling back like boing, 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 whichever shoulder feels natural to you. Mm. And then just let it ah, at a tempo that feels good. And then you can like, as you get used to that movement, you can speed it up a little bit. You can slow it down, but it's just, it's just a very like gentle, torso twist and honestly if I just say like shimmy your shoulders like take them for me them meaning all that goddess has given you like you know what to do don't overthink it (laughs) so that's your that's your top half and the same thing for um a hip shimmy uh or one that's kind of like the the lower part of the body um I I'm I'm standing I'm really grounded in my feet right so I'm letting my my weight, uh, really, if, it, if you notice that you're like in the balls of your feet, like just kind of mm. shift your weight back. So you're like grounded, really feel the support from mama earth, all corners of your feet. And um, what I like to, hmm, can I do this without a visual? Yeah, I absolutely can. Okay. So this will be fun. <laughs> so first you are going to go from um, just like alternating heels you're going to pick your heels up from the ground meaning so the balls of my feet are staying connected Mm -hmm. so it's almost like you're a toy soldier right and you're like marching in place but you've got glue under not glue bubble gum under the balls of your feet and so those are going to stay grounded and you're just letting your heels come one after the other hmm yeah does that make sense it it does it is i'm 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 doing it (laughs) good awesome awesome okay good you can be you can absolutely be my kitty pig. And if you're like, I don't understand what you're saying, just tell me so that it's clear. Cause I'm used to having like a, at least yes. like a visual reference. Okay. So you're Feedback. doing a little toy right. soldier thing. Now ground the heels, but keep moving the knees in the same mm-hmm. way that you were. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. notice part of why I do it this way is like, notice the range of motion, right? Like let your heels come up for a second, just to mm-hmm. notice how much space, how much room there is as your knee comes forward and back Um, and then go ahead and ground the heels again. Mm. And the thing that we want to remember as we're doing this is like, Mm -hmm. I'm not snapping, I'm not snapping the knees back. Right. It's very gentle. I never come to a fully like 
straightened all the way knee. No way. It's way too relaxed for that. <laughs> so we're just moving the knees. <sighs> and you can bring the speed up a little bit. And what you'll notice is that your, um, your, your breasts will start to bounce perhaps uncomfortably. <laughs> that actually means you're doing it right. And now you just want to take it a little bit faster. Mm. And then they will settle down. And now you're going to feel this wonderful, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and just so that you are all aware, like when I first learned shimmies, I think I could sustain it for like a few seconds. And then I was like, whoop, done. <laughs> and I remember one of my first teachers was like, okay, now I'm going to shimmy for the next, you know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. And I was like, what? How is that even possible? But it's simply a practice. And actually the way that I teach it is so easy and so simple. Like you can absolutely do this. So whatever feels fun to you mm. in the moment. And let's say like, you're just, whatever, like something kind of crinkly is coming through your um, attention or there's, you know, like something has a charge and yes. you're like, I really don't want to carry this charge with me, you know, into my sales call or onto stage <laughs> with me as I'm about to speak to this group of people. Give yourself a little shake, right? Mm -hmm. And let the shimmy move around. You can shake your hands, you can shake your head, you can shake your shoulders, you can shake your hips. That is the shimmy. Mm. And I, oh my gosh, if just every woman learns how to shimmy and like releases energy that way, anytime there's a charge around something or she's feeling tight or constricted, um, oh, it's so good. How does that feel? Mm. Well, it just feels like enlivening of the tissue. So I feel more present. Yeah. I feel more relaxed. Mm -hmm. I feel more spaciousness yeah. Yeah. Um, in my body. And yeah, yeah it's, it feels yeah. delicious. So I, I hope oh, you're good. trying this at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh, and if you really, if you want to have, as you get your shimmy going, if you want to play with it, and really awaken that whole kind of like pelvic bowl in our hips. Mm. So is to let like bend your knees a little bit as you should be. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and you'll notice like as you bend, your hips will come up. And this, um, this for us is really important, mm. right? For, for us so, as women, you're saying. And for us as women, yeah, yes. for us as women, it's super important because we've, we have been taught to um, hold our hips rather still. <laughs> <laughs> Lock it down. Lock it down. Like, don't switch down the street. <laughs> like, yeah, no got, sashaying. You know, right, no sashaying. And what's really interesting is like, this is our natural shock absorber. This is how mm. our body is designed to mm -hmm. move. Everybody's hips moves. It, 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 even men, just less so, but we've got that, you know, for women, we have that, that hip girdle where it really like, we, our body desires that movement and we've just been taught to like whoops turn it down yes um for all kinds of reasons like oh you don't want to be that girl or um you don't want to attract the wrong kind of attention or but there is there's power oh yeah <laughs> and just the same thing like i was talking about with the, the the door being shut and that energy being bound up it's the same thing with our hips mm. that becomes energy that is siphoned off it's like you know, imagine you wake up in the morning, you have this like cup of energy. And of mm. course we can do practices all through the day. And I do recommend that as part of how I work with women is how do we keep that cup filled? How do we stay connected to our pleasure? How do we stay mm. in the space mm -hmm. of love? And it's like, it's for me, it's like, okay, this is, break it down into like little strategies, little steps, little things that we can weave into what we already do yes. every day because, um, cause we're already overwhelmed. Like we don't need more things to do or like, no, ah, it's really just how can we tweak what we're doing to welcome in the feminine? And this is one way. So like, 
you've all shimmied with me, so you can definitely do this with me. <laughs> um, yeah. Just as you walk around, do it at home, like do it at home alone, right? Totally comfortable. What you'll notice is that when you really shift your weight from foot to foot, your hip will naturally hmm. shift, right? Like yes. from side to side, we can dial it up, we can dial it down. Um, it is a part of being fully present. Mm. It, it's almost like I feel like this message that we've received about our very bodies, which is like lock her down tight so that she doesn't become too, like too sexy, too sensual, too feminine. And, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to walk like that right now and I, I, I can't. <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> for me to revert <laughs> as I've been to lock down for so long. Yeah. And I like what I noticed is that the tightness in my hips and how it's like it right now, it takes some focus over time, just like driving a car becomes second nature. Right. But it's still energy. It's still, uh, it still um, takes effort. And what I notice is that whenever I work with women and we just do a little bit of work around this, like freeing up their walk, Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, which is like, it's a process. It's like, we need to restore trust that nothing horrible is going to happen to us when we, oh my gosh, like the, what I'll hear from women all the time, like, how do I, will people still respect me? Will, wow. and, um, and the answer is, of course they will. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's, 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 um, it's completely our intention and um, there's nothing more magnetic mm-hmm. than presence mm-hmm. than presence, you know, and it's so funny, actually, now that I'm saying it, because it's like one of the things that I really help women with, help people with really is this magnetic presence. And it's honestly like, uh, what's the word? It's honestly, it's redundant because when you are fully present, you're magnetic, right? But- yes. Yes. <laughs> And this is a piece of it, right, is allowing ourselves to be who we are, allowing our hips to shift ever so slightly Hmm. or not. Minor, my hips are expressive. (laughs) 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 So they move. But it's um, finding the groove that is yours. You Hmm. know what I mean? Like some of us are going to move like Marilyn Monroe. Some of us are going to move like Mae West. Some of us are going to move, move like Marlena Dietrich. It just, you know, it's like really just owning. It could be Eartha Kitt. It could be Nina Simone, right? <laughs> it's just like reconnecting with the body in the way that she wants to move and paying attention. Like, hmm, I feel constricted right there. Do I need to give, it a, give her a little shake? Do I just need to be present and let her move? Yeah. Mm. So... Mm. Yeah, but that guides us into, you know, how do I Yes, <laughs> yes. What are the yes. kinds of the things that we do? And, and this is totally a part of it. It's through um, practices uh, in the body and in story. Because, um, of course, I'm, I'm also a storyteller, a writer, an author. And, uh, and, it's, and it's often the interplay between the two, right? Um, because, you know, like, we'll, 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 we'll do the realization with the body and then we want to like process it with language <laughs> or vice versa, you know, right. we'll have Integ- integrate. Be, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, so yeah, so that's, and that comes in as part and parcel of, um, really connecting with, um, when, when I think of our messaging, for example, um, it's, it's an inside out process. Um, at least the way that I, uh, that I approach it is, um, it's, um, it's in our words, it's in our stories, it's in our bodies, it's in our, um, unfettered presence. Mm. That's who we are. And then that to really like, um, so for example, if you are, an entrepreneur or a speaker or an author and you have a message to deliver 
there is a um, celebration in the body. There's like um, an alignment um, that to truly have the impact that we want in the world to maximize that impact, that alignment, uh, it needs to go right down to our, to our DNA, right down to ourselves, you know? Um, and, uh, it seems like a separate activity, but it truly is not, (laughs) it truly is not. So it's like, I'll find that, um, you know, in, in, in one sentence, um, like this is a great example. Like I was working with a client and, um, she was talking about how, um, she just felt kind of stuck, you know, and, um, was trying to get this, she had a, um, a business. It was like a franchise yoga studio. I just wasn't getting any traction and she didn't know why. And, um, and I just like, I noticed the way that she held her mouth Mm. and her jaw. Mm. And I was, this was a little bit earlier on for me. So I saw it and I was like, I was afraid to say anything. I was like, is that my place? Now I'm just, you know, now I just tell people, I'm like, I will get, (laughs) And, you know, are you open to receiving that, right? So, um, and then finally, so we talked about like some different things and then I, I, I couldn't drop the feeling. And so I just asked her, I was like, what? I'm like, your mouth. It was like the, the corners of her mouth just ever so slightly mm. were downturned and there was mm-hmm. just like a, like a tension there. Mm. And almost immediately she started crying. Mm. and um and she was like oh I'm in love with someone and they don't love me back Mm. and I was like oh honey you know so there was this whole it was grief that needed expression Mm. and um you know and and in trying to kind of like bypass it and like make the things happen it's just not possible right so it was like we needed to go through that first like I was working with another woman we were actually of all things we're like talking about her web copy right okay (laughs) and uh so we're like having this conversation and I'm you know I'm just guiding her through a conversation around like well who do you love to work with who are your people right you know like this is it it, it, it's it's totally rooted in like you know marketing as well and um she had so she was so angry (laughs) like that was she felt so much anger right and um because she she up until that point um you know she wanted to like go to this next level and she was angry that her clients hadn't paid her well in the past or like there had been that money story or what have you and I was like rock on because we know that you know whatever's showing up is like a, a reflection and also like this is the juicy good stuff. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad that this came up. Okay. I want you to go tell your, cause her husband was in the next room and I was like, go tell him that we're going to make a little noise and not to be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want you to go get a pillow and come join me. You know, we're on zoom and um, <laughs> we worked it out. We moved through Mm. the anger right because it was like it just needed to be expressed it was a legit feeling and she just needed to like move it through so that we get get to the other side of that and actually like deal with the thing and actually and you know it's like and it's just like with the woman with the grief or with the anger and it and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like a big huge like you know sunflower of a of an emotion it could be like the ti- a tiny little violet or like a like a crinkle that just needs to be soothed expressed released yes. opened acknowledged integrated and you're like oh sweet because anger is passion Ooh, right yes. just passion that's been re like been redirected and it was like of course you know in in 2020 hindsight or like you know we can say our higher selves I almost it's interesting like I I don't think of higher lower because there's no hierarchy and also there's kind of this that all-knowing self that's like yeah that's really not about the clients yeah that's really not about the guy who doesn't love you back it's it's us right but 
but we have to go through that moment. It's like the signal, the emotions are like the signal that like, you know, like the smoke signal from the body, like, hello, there's a thing. Right. A thing. <laughs> a Pay thing. attention. Pay here. attention. Right. exactly exactly and then um just having the tools to through it deal with it and and also like just no judgment around it right of course Um, this is it's like yes of course i mean we would not be here if we didn't want to experience contrast and emotions and and experiences that are pleasant and also not so pleasant i'm like this is this is why we're here. <laughs> yes. And we've come by it all honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. What, whatever it is we're yeah. sitting with. Right. So I, I can't right. believe it, but we are <laughs> here like at the, the end of our time. We need to, I would love to keep sure. going and going and going. Oh my gosh, but I we could, need to. Aw, you're so sweet. I could talk to you all day. <laughs> Thank you. And I would love that. And I know our listeners would love it. And perhaps we'll have part two to this installment. <laughs> that would be my pleasure and honor. And also I honor our, our listeners' time and your time. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I want to share with them the both yeah. the, the amazing free gifts that you have. And also if they want to learn more, and experience more of your work, the ways they can do that. So I know your, your website is shamelessmovement.com. And that's also mm-hmm. in the show notes. And then mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. a couple of free resources. Do you want to share what those yeah. are? I'd be delighted. So at um, shamelessmovement.com, um, you can actually uh, get, uh, opt in to get the first couple chapters of my book, Shameless, Unleash Your Message, Impact, and Power. Um, so it'll include that amazing story that I touched on, um, as well as a, um, an assessment of what, you know, what is your visibility? I just call it your visibility quotient. Like, what is that right now? And just to kind of check in and see, like, could there be some room for expansion here? And um, so that's available at shamelessmovement.com. And um, one of the things that we talked about is like, what are the little tools, right? What can we do mm-hmm. every day to just tweak what we're already doing, make that little, you know, course correction or um, uh, slight tweak to just um, shift it into a direction of love and pleasure and expansiveness. And so that is what everyday pleasure is about. And that was my first book. Um, it's an ebook and that you can download at everydaypleasurebook.com. Mm. And um, <laughs> so that is 52 ways, 52 ways. Like you can do one a week, you can do them all in one day. Well, don't do them all in one day, but 52 <laughs> ways to add more pleasure to your life every day mm. in the things that you already do, right? To make it super easy because we already have to-do lists a mile long. And it's really just, you know, how do we, how do we have more fun? How do we play more? Yes. How do we rest more? Yeah, exactly. All that, all that good stuff. How all do that we stuff. So that's, that's an, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want to do a shout out to the book, the shameless book, because I, I own a copy and I've read it and it it's it's deeply powerful and touching. And yeah, yeah so I, I highly recommend it. And I'm going to check yeah. out Everyday Pleasure book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's super fun. And it's my... It is, it is my absolute pleasure. Oh, and um, if, uh, if listeners would like to learn more about uh, working with me, um, you can go to shamelessmovement.com. There's a button right on the homepage if you wanted to just, um, you know, have a conversation around that. Um, but please come on over, download the book or the first couple chapters. And, uh, and if you are inspired, of course, you know, you're more than welcome to get a copy of the book as well. And, uh, and I'd be delighted to continue this conversation with you. Wonderful. 
So yeah. my dear Sharice, I want to thank you for being with us mm -hmm. today and for generously sharing your wisdom and our special so shimmy lesson as well. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I'm so glad and delighted. I, I'm delighted in the, where our conversation went. It was so much fun to dance with you and <laughs> yes. speak with you. And uh, thank you so much for holding this space. Uh, oh. for me and for your listeners and for mm. um, Sacred Feminine. Mm. It's my great, great pleasure. And I, I do want to thank you, dear listener, as well for being with us today and sharing, sharing this time and this space. And I want to remind you, as always, to trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts.